0: Welcome to Canada's Property Management Podcast, your number one resource for investing, managing, and maximizing the value of your real estate assets. And now, here's your hosts, Carla Brown and Adrian Schultz, Canada's rental property experts. Okay, we're going to talk about something today, Adrian. That I don't know. You, I think you, when we ta- when we brought this one up, you said something. It sounds a little epic. Uh, I really want to talk we about need
1: movie, movie theme music, <laughs> like it's the end of the world or the beginning,
0: why I feel the world needs more property managers. So serious. But before I get there, I, f- I totally forgot because you were on holidays. I forgot to tell you that we had somebody recently, uh, we actually have a lot of people that actually come into our email system about the fact that they've listened to our podcast, which is so cool, right? They really, they think they, they really know us and uh, and they actually think we're fun. So, that's oh, kind of fun.
1: You as well or just me?
0: Uh, yeah, mo- mostly you, mostly you. You know I'm the serious one of our of our duo, but I had somebody last week say, "You know what? I watched all 87 episodes in the last 3 weeks." And I'm like, "Did you sleep?" There have
1: been 87? Oh my so goodness. That was
0: surprising to me as well. So, I don't know why they threw that. I thought we were in the 70s, but maybe we are into the 80s. So, Anyways, let's okay. throw a party when we hit 100.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be so, a beach party.
0: Sure, sure. So it probably will be this summer. So anyways, okay, back on topic. The world needs more property managers. And I've really been thinking about this lately because you know that I'm passionate about being in that single family rental space. We have offices all across Canada. We're growing the number of offices that we have across Canada. And I keep looking at this these numbers that don't make sense based on the number of companies that are out there. So we just hit forty million people in Canada, and I know anyone in the U.S. is like big deal that they're listening to us today, but it is a big deal for Canada, right? And oh, we know one
1: hundred percent, and we don't have enough housing.
0: No, we have a housing shortage. We're bringing more and more people into Canada from outside of Canada. We know statistically about just over, thir- I think it's 33% of people rent. So when you do the math, and I, I hate throwing out a bunch of stats in a podcast because I know it's really hard for everyone to, to grab onto them as you're listening in a car or walking or running or whatever you're doing when you're listening to this, but there's only about 20 some odd thousand property management entities in the residential space which probably still includes condos as well. Like we are in need of more property managers, like 100% in the single family. Professional
1: property managers. Professional
0: property managers, because this is is becoming more of a balancing act where you're balancing that investor and investor needs and the tenant needs. And those are becoming more and more challenging for some of our, you know, self-managed landlords or landlords who are trying to do things, you know, I'll say the old fashioned way, because you know that, We do not do anything old fashioned here, but I think it's mind blowing when you look at how much opportunity there is. And I think we're like this best kept secret.
1: Well, yeah. And now that you have a celebrity status and you're on other podcasts, I actually, (laughs) I listened to you on other podcasts and one of them was Jordan Matula's just the other day. And, you know, you, you said some of my favorite words and we've talked about it in the past, which is recession proof and boy oh boy is that something important these days and reoccurring revenue right and it's a professional services business and you know not a huge capital investment to get into it's it's a it's a blood sweat and tear kind of an investment yeah. i would say but once you've built up that baseline portfolio it is a wonderful business that allows you to a- interact with the i think some of the best small business service providers out there and providing people a home and helping people to pay off their investment property mortgage like it's got so many positive aspects that many of us forget when we're in the midst of it.
0: Yeah, we've talked about this before. I mean that the investor part we help create wealth through the real estate asset, the tenants we kind of become a little bit of a matchmaker and we find people like homes. We don't call them places to live or where you're staying tonight. These are homes. This is where People are coming every day. They might be working out of that home, right? Lots of remote workers. They're building a family in these homes. There's so much good that I think you said in a different podcast. We're in such an honorable business. I can't remember what. Yes. This
1: was, well, but you remember. But,
0: and I think I kind of laughed then. And I'm laughing again because I've never. I never really thought of it as that, but it it totally is, and it's 100%. it's a feel good business. But I think also we talk to because I believe. Every real estate company should have one of these divisions attached to it. There's just so much synergy between them. Oh yeah. I think if you're working with mortgage brokers, mortgage brokers need to like, look, you are helping investors get mortgages. Why aren't you helping to manage their properties? So much there. We can help with all of that, right, Adrian? We're going to yes. wrap that up in a second, but. There's also the property managers that we speak to who don't understand why they need our services. It's like, why do I need you? I'm already having a business. You're telling me I'm not successful. You're telling me that I don't, I don't make enough money. And and that's not what we're telling them. We're telling them they could actually manage a lot more properties with a lot less headaches. And for those of you that are investors out there, if you're already managing your own properties and you really like this business, talk to us because this is a real business and and we see a lot of those people coming coming to us now but bottom line is there's lots of opportunity right across Canada for people who want to get into this this space
1: if you uh, missed some prior episodes uh we're always big on accepting marital advice and one of those things is asking for permission <laughs> to ask a question um i don't know Mission when you're graphic. talking uh, when you're talking to <laughs> When you're talking <laughs> to prospective franchisees, I'm sure that you're asked, how many homes does it take, like number wise, to have a baseline to to be in this business and to be able to, to earn a living? And I think earn a living is pay your housing costs, pay your, you know, your food and your your clothing, et cetera. Like just a baseline. I don't want to put a number on it on, on what it costs to live, but rather yeah. how many homes do you need to manage to make this a go to start?
0: Yeah. I think to make you feel like you're no longer relying on other sources. Yes. You could have 50 properties and, and replace most incomes, but okay. to me, that's not enough. Um, I think no. as soon as I hit 70, and then once I hit hundred, I was like, now I'm running a business. Now I'm hiring okay. staff. Now I'm removing myself from doing all different aspects. So it's between that 70 and hundred where I think people feel like they are in a business. So if you're under 70, Maybe you're not feeling a lot of stress. Yeah. Maybe you have a staff member. You certainly should not need three at 70. And that's the other thing is that we we talked to a lot of people who have like 100 properties and eight staff. And I'm like, ooh, like.
1: How does that work?
0: That's like one or two staff, right? Of course yeah. you're not making any money, right? Yeah. Uh, so there's different ways to talk to people. Okay, talk so it's through in that, it, in that 50, 50
1: to 100 range.
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Okay. And, you know, the average person, because I think a big part of it is business development or sales at the beginning. You know, you got to ramp up your business. Yeah. Can you teach someone who doesn't have experience in sales to be able to successfully do business development?
0: Yes. I am not a salesperson. I will be the first to admit that I am not a salesperson and I developed a very successful business. I mean, not yep. not bragging. I mean, it's it, I was able to do it. It does yep. take determination. You do have to get out of your comfort zone, but it is all about relationship building. And that's where I am a good relationship builder. I love to, to meet people and be able to figure out how I can help them. And as soon as you turn that around, when you're going to places where you're not selling your services, you're going in to learn more about other people and how you can help them. Sales does not become so salesy anymore. So I do not believe in hardcore sales. I believe in like building the relationship, championing other people and their businesses, getting out into your community. Community marketing is a big thing in the franchise world. If you want to be a successful franchise in any industry, you have to be a part of your community. So that just means like joining associations, like getting out there, being consistent. I think I've talked about this a million times. It's all about visibility, credibility, and that's how you become profitable. It's like this magic formula, was told it many years ago, just it works. Can you
1: repeat it for me?
0: Visibility plus credibility equals profitability. So you need to be visible. None of that has
1: to do with sales.
0: No, you just have to be visible, credible. We bring the credibility, right? We have a brand that's across Canada. We have systems, processes, you know, we can help with that. And the more you are visible, the more credible you will be out of just automatically become. And then that's how business really builds. So we have programs to help with business development, a lot of stuff around business development, because let's face it, if you don't, don't have business, you don't have a business, right? So sales is the first thing, and no matter where you are, you come from the, you, you come from years ago in the subway industry, and we've talked about that before. So if you didn't sell yeah. any subs, you wouldn't have a business, right? Like you have to sell something, but mostly you're selling yourself. You are selling that relationship.
1: So the world needs more property managers and ironically, one of the instructions I was given is go forth and multiply. So do either one of those things and you'll do well. Now that's real property management.
0: Thanks for listening to Canada's Property Management Podcast. If you like this episode, please subscribe and give us a rating, which will help us reach more listeners. Until next time, connect with us on social media and online at realpm.ca. Today's episode is brought to you by Century 21 Canada, the gold standard in real estate. Explore listings, find an agent and get advice at www.c21.ca.